listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Wednesday, the 2nd of March. You're listening to Recap, brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And here's the financial disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Alice. Kia ora, Jose. Hey, I just wanted to say uh, thanks to everyone who has a- answered the recap survey so far. Uh, the feedback we're getting has been so helpful. Mm, It sure has. And just by answering the survey and giving us your email address, you go into the draw to win a $50 Sharesies gift. Yes, the survey closes Monday morning, so don't dilly-dally. There's a link in the episode description. The invasion of Ukraine is in its seventh day now, and more and more economic pressure is being placed on Russia. Jose, what's the latest? Just before coming in to record today, the American President Joe Biden says, said he's blocking all Russian flights from a US airspace. A growing list of countries around the world are also trying to put pressure on Putin and disrupt Russia's ability to finance the war. Mm, that's right, and we discussed some of those actions yesterday, but they include suspending Russia from the SWIFT global banking system, freezing the foreign assets of the Russian central bank, and even of Rus- uh, of wealthy Russians. And yesterday we talked about how Russia's financial system uh, is, is coming under pressure. Its stock market plummeted late last week. Its currency sank as well. And to prop it up, the Russian central bank had to double interest rates to 20%. But in addition to the financial sanctions, an increasing number of companies are severing ties with Russia, wanting to both distance themselves from the country and also add to that pressure. So what's that about, Jose? Yeah, uh, Boeing announced today that it's cutting ties with its partners in Russia. The airplane manufacturer says it will no longer provide uh, technical support or maintenance or parts for Russian aircraft. Container shipping companies are also involved. Uh, I was reading in Business Desk today that uh, nearly half of all global shipping container capacity has now suspended bookings to and from Russia. The tech giant Apple has stopped sales of its products in Russia. This comes after the company has had restricted access to Apple Pay in the country. Apple has also removed Russian state-owned news organizations like uh, RT News and Sputnik News from its App Store. The company said it was deeply concerned about the invasion. And a number of uh, entertainment companies have also halted major movie releases in Russia. Uh, In a statement, Disney described the situation in Ukraine as a humanitarian crisis and says it's pausing all its theatrical releases for the time being. Warner Brothers followed suit, saying it was hitting pause on its release in Russia of the latest Batman film. And that was followed by Sony shelving planned releases in the Spider-Man and Harry Potter franchises. However, Russia is taking measures to stop Western companies taking their assets out of the country. You remember that yesterday we talked about oil companies like Shell and BP divesting themselves of their Russian investments. The Russian Prime Minister Mikhail Mishustin said a draft presidential decree has been prepared to introduce temporary restrictions on exiting Russian assets. Now that's just some of the news happening around the uh, Ukraine invasion today. Alice, what's been happening on the markets? 
Well, outside of the immediate conflict, one of the more widespread impacts that people are saying we could see from this is higher oil prices because Russia is a key supplier of oil to the rest of the world. Now, that's one of the drivers of volatility in markets at the moment, including in share markets, because if oil prices increase, that makes petrol more expensive, it makes transport costs for companies more expensive, so it can add to inflation and have adverse impacts on economic growth. And actually on Tuesday, oil prices rose to reach their highest level in seven years. And off the back of this, we also saw US share markets closed down for the day. The S&P 500 declined 1.5% on Tuesday as investors sold off stocks in favour of bonds, which is seen as safe haven assets. And what are the markets here in New Zealand and Australia doing? Well, on Tuesday, the NZX50 rose 1.8%, although today, at the time of recording, it's down 0.6% again. In Australia, the ASX200 rose 0.7% yesterday and is currently sitting up 0.2% for the day with a couple of hours left in trading. Thanks very much, Alice. Uh, let's have a look at other news of the day. And an Australian company called Core Lithium has signed a supply deal with Tesla. I mean, I think I can guess from the name, but maybe you should just tell us what Core Lithium does. Yeah, it's fairly obvious, but the company is a lithium producer operating the new Finnis Lithium Project in the Northern Territory of Australia. Finnis is, is scheduled to begin production in the last quarter of 2022. Uh, last year, they had managed to win approval by China regulators to supply lithium to Gangfin Lithium to make, a, uh, to make electric car batteries and the company is listed on the Australian Stock Exchange. And what about this deal with Tesla? What are the details? So they've signed what's called a binding term sheet to supply 110,000 tonnes of something called spodumene concentrate. Now, spodumene is a mineral that holds a much higher amount of lithium and as such is considered one of the most important mineral ores in lithium production. A term sheet, by the way, is uh, basically an agreed-on template for an agreement or contract to be written once everyone agrees on terms. And how long is this contract expected to be for and when does it kick off? Yeah, both parties have to agree to a purchase agreement by August, uh, assuming they shake hands on that. It would see Core Lithium start supplying Tesla before the end of July 2023, and it would last for four years or until they reach that 110,000 tonnes of delivered lithium. And what does Core Lithium's share price look like at the moment? Yeah, just before coming into record, it was sitting at 96 Australian cents. Now, that's an increase of 15.6% from close on Tuesday of 83 cents. Moving over now to the US, there were some more companies that released their latest earnings reports overnight, uh, including from Domino's Pizza, Salesforce, and a couple of retailers like Kohl's, Nordstrom, and Target. Right, and which company's results are we going to talk about today? Target, the big box retailer. Uh, a few facts about the company. It operates stores across all 50 states in the US. And according to the company, 75% of, of the US population lives within 10 miles of a Target store. Now, on top of that, Target employs over 350,000 people and is listed on the New York Stock Exchange with a market cap of around 105 billion US dollars. And what happened with its results today? Well, shares in Target jumped about 10% after the company reported its latest quarterly results that beat analyst expectations and said that growth is expected to continue. 
What were some of the numbers? Well, sales grew 9% from a year ago, coming in at about 31 billion US dollars for the quarter. Meanwhile, the company made a profit of 1.5 billion, up 12% on the same period a year ago. Now, these results led CEO Brian Cornell to say that the strong fourth quarter performance capped off a year of record growth in 2021, reinforcing the durability of Target's business model and their confidence in long-term growth. Retailers around the world have been hit by the pandemic through lockdowns and supply chain disruptions. Did Target say much about that? Target acknowledged that supply chain costs rose for the business due to its larger workforce, higher wages at its distribution centres and increased costs of freight and merchandise. But despite these pressures, Target said it's set to keep the company's momentum going and in the year ahead, the company expects low to mid single digit revenue growth. Cool. Thanks very much, Alice. And that was Recap for the 2nd of March. Thanks so much for listening. And it'd be a real help if you gave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz and you can also leave a voice message. There's a link in the episode description. And we'll see you tomorrow. We sure will. Matiwa. Spodged